1: Hey, everybody, welcome to Spanish. A presents the full house is in the house. Within the house, we have Oscar, Tony, (laughs) Riza, myself. And how's everybody's tans doing?
0: Yeah.
2: Everywhere you look we're all dead. this is full house <laughs> this is the brown full house if you're not brown you're not allowed what
3: <laughs> I'm kidding if you're not brown
4: if
2: you're
3: not allowed the newest tagline of Spanish aquí presents I love I'm it I'm Tony not
2: Tony good thing you got a little bronzed up because if not I don't know oye would... mira halfies are hotties okay oh
0: I've Happies that. Happies are hotties. Happies oh are hotties. What do you all these, like, braces that we coming up with?
2: Do you guys want to see my tan happy? line or not?
3: Oh, my Lord. Yes or no? Oscar, show us your tan line. I won't show you yeah, my sh- whole...
2: Show, show right. Yeah,
0: show us your tan line. I'm not
2: going to show you guys full tetas, but you get...
0: Can I do a screen grab?
1: Let's that. And see, but I can't see. I'm
2: oh, you can see
4: a little oh. Discoloration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: discoloration. Yeah, discoloration. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Yeah. Santos over here.
4: <laughs> you can <could hear>. yeah. <laughs>
2: hey, Carlos. Hey.
0: What was that? I'm dog sitting, and the dog did not like <laughs> that. We the dog
2: did not <laughs> like seeing my younger No, wow. the tetas. dog is
0: vehemently
1: against. Oh, mira que
0: ese
2: perro es. What a guttural
1: reaction to Risa flashing the screen
2: yeah i mean wow well, i mean i know i'm peeling in the middle but geez. oh my gosh
1: wait speaking
3: of parties y'all i saw tony in person last weekend what? that's right that's right where it was wild at a pool party of all oh places. that's right
1: you were at a pool party for fourth oh, yeah, of, of july party
3: Did and you- i went there and i saw tony and it was like the most bizarre thing because, like, I see Tony all the time on Zoom, mm-hmm. but it was the first time I saw him in person, and we had a moment of, like, huh? Whoa.
1: yeah. <laughs> you did the magic mirror? You did the mirror exercise? <laughs> yeah.
0: We did them, exactly. We didn't even need words. We just oh. did that. We did it.
1: We didn't. It. <laughs> did it. Did it. Yeah.
0: it was wild. It was. Tony, it was wild to see you in person. It really was. And I think we, what you just said it took both of us, like, wait a minute. We see each other every week, but oh. This is, yeah. this is it was the first flesh. time in yeah. a year
1: or more right
0: more I than a year year and a half That's since our last UCB show
3: right I think out of all of us Carlos I haven't seen you the longest officially you've seen me the most I've seen Risa the most
2: I've seen everybody the most
3: yeah, yeah. not
2: surprised not surprised honestly I'm
3: just,
1: <laughs> also not I... to brag either right Risa uh,
2: not to brag I'm just like really I'm Humble. just like really Humble. thirsty Humble. to see my friends all
1: the wait Oscar you've been going out a lot because didn't you go to Disney too
2: <gasps> I, I okay, did what? go to
1: Disney. Yeah, I Oscars. Like... Uh,
2: a Follow up on the Disney though, just real quick. Uh-huh. Since you know, I mean, we're on the pod, and I know we got a uh, Pika that uh, has been itching Carlitos and Tony. Uh, well, Tony
1: mostly.
4: <laughs> Tony oh, mostly, mostly. Just wait, listeners. Just yeah. wait, boys.
2: Um, pues, but uh, how were the lines? Because I got an email of like how cheap they're gonna like try to sell the tickets soon. Mm-hmm. At, at Tony is waving his his his. I went a few weeks ago. No, and I heard it was insanely packed and like the line. It just say it's not worth it right now because I was going to try to go. I've never been to Disneyland. Yes, and, Let's and, go and,
3: that, and that is correct. Yes, the lines are ridiculous. It is like packed, even though they say that it's like, oh, it's at a lower percentage that they yeah. normally would. It feels I mean, I've been to Disneyland so, uh, pre-pandemic. Yeah. And it felt even more crowded.
2: That's why. See, I needed uh, that. I needed so, that from someone yeah. that that I would been say, like, hold
3: much. off for a while to until like you can starts. go again. Yeah, let's like, I, I would say that. Okay, well, especially because we the summer, it's yeah. a summer, so there's a lot of tourists out right now. Yeah. yeah. So
1: wait well, till after the summer's over to go. Okay, so can I, we plan.
4: Oh, uh, yeah, SAP right, so right now. Go,
1: I still have to go to Rise of the Resistance. It's, yes. it's been oh, a moment yeah. for a long time. Let's mm-hmm. talk, Carlos. Whatever,
0: yeah.
2: whatever, whatever that, I don't that is. talk about it because you're yeah. going to
1: spoil it. But. Okay,
2: okay. Pika, pika, pika. Okay, look. We just scratched an itch that I've been wanting to know about the Disneyland. Ugh, Disneyland. And that's going to be oh. our
1: following, pika. See, we found our next pika.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, right. so Tony... Tony, what is this? Tony, what that has you've been,
1: been the thing? You you yeah, texted us at like three you, in the Tony? morning, very oh, concerned. You couldn't yeah. sleep. Yeah, Let's just you, set the stage. Tony has been oh, really mulling this over. It's been have. really killing you. Yeah. The mm-hmm. so what just bring it up. We all know.
0: I'm the sports nut. <laughs> you as we all the know, are. Tony us. is yeah, sports. And what are sports. What? What are sports sports? Sports. Like what are sports? I don't even know
2: like one sport.
0: Or, yeah, yeah. Like, I know water sports. I know like furry sports. <laughs> ah, I know
3: you. You <laughs> not for, only dug the hole, but you jumped that's right your, in. Tony, your, that,
0: that is your day. fault. This is your one per day. That is your that's fault. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah, it is my fault. <laughs> I did that myself. um yeah. No, the Olympics. As we record this, we don't know if the Olympics are actually going to happen. Actually. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm.
2: technically, technically, no as pasa. per paper, as it says as is. per paper, as per the as per like <laughs> documentation and stuff, you know, mm-hmm.
1: the paper trail.
2: Uh, yeah, the paper trail because dejame decirte que coño yo no sabía tampoco what was gonna be happening. <laughs> mm-hmm so go ahead
0: yeah so we don't know yeah i'm i'm just kidding i'm not the sport nut. i'm not lady i
1: don't no tony don't back out from it now tony don't don't, don't, Pero, don't, to google don't this. Bail on it at
0: the
2: google, to google <laughs> what is olympic sports
1: no there are, i know <laughs> we're just concerned and we don't know when it right we're concerned yes yeah but so it's also so, weirdly connected to a, a bunch of stuff that's been happening with right. the olympics yeah. it's all right there's always so the thing is uh last year the Olympic
3: Games were supposed to happen in Tokyo, Tokyo 2020, which yes. interestingly, this is a nerd side note in so, the movie Akira, the mm-hmm. animated masterpiece oh! Akira. They uh, predicted the Olympic Games to be in 2020. And that was when this huge like nuclear bomb went off. So like it's very for us nerds. Wow. Like we're like, oh, wow. They predicted the Tokyo converted. Games. Anyway, Mira. so due wow. to COVID, they had to cancel the Tokyo Olympic Games for 2020 and uh, postponed them to 2021 in July. However, because of branding, mm-hmm. they still decided to call it Olympics 2020. So yeah, that's, that's why there's yeah. a little bit of confusion. Yeah. However... Because there is currently an a sort of COVID-19 scare happening right now in Tokyo, Delta.
4: a lot
3: of, a lot of, ja- yeah, right, because of the Delta variant, a lot of Japanese people are really concerned about holding the Olympic Games yeah. there and would like to cancel it. But yes. uh, the committee, the Olympic Committee is trying to push forward and make the games happen
1: because they were delayed for for a year already. So and that's and where, where we right Jordan now. Duffy that they might, even if they do hold them they're not gonna have a spectators. That's allow. what I was gonna say. Yeah. As
2: of today, well, whatever. Today's July eighth. Thank we you, can Jordan. Say it. Uh, yes, thank you, Jordan. Um, but yeah, as so of today, literally, it came out that officially no spectators will mm-hmm. be there. Like, which is wild. Like, that's like, that's kind of like part of the fun of like. It happening in your town In your city Like figuring out a way To just right. get a ticket And go Because you don't have to fly You don't have to Buy that big so thing. just going to do The
1: cardboard cutout stuff again They did with the NBA the Baseball And
2: Maybe I don't know Maybe Really But, but also yeah. No
1: Well You know
2: Look,
1: I Last year I got I got on a It's it's recorded It's in my stories I got a cardboard cutout Of myself In a Texas Rangers game
2: Oh That's wow. right I remember that's I remember right. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah.
4: yes. And then, How was
1: and that I, that was that was fun because it's my they friend it, Ray. You Did know you? Ray. Ray works for yeah. Texas Rangers. So shout out to Ray. We, oh, right out to I didn't Ray. know he worked there. Okay. in the house. Casas,
2: uh-huh. He got
1: me and Joey a cardboard cutout. He put it by the uh, the right field, and and at some point somebody hit it, and you could see we're like. Eh. And it hit your, your
0: cardboard <laughs> head. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: it didn't, but it got pretty close. So, Did you get to keep it, or I mean, where are the whereabouts no, of threw this it cardboard? Out because Carlos. they're allowing people in again. Aww.
2: Yeah, yeah. You should
1: have kept it. I, okay, I should so, have, but it would have had to mail it. But we're getting off topic. Yeah,
2: that's right. Sorry. I'm <laughs> like, I am like, I'm like, this is all very interesting. But um, like I do want to get into this Olympic because here's the thing, guys. There is so much going on. I'm just gonna drop some quick things. One knowledge? N- no, like just things that I've been reading because I I look like me and my family, we always watch all the Olympics. I love sports. Everybody listens knows Wait, this. You whatever. Do? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, surprise, Tony. Keep the bit going. Stop the railing, Tony. Stop the
1: railing. Stop the (laughs) railing. And and so
2: one of the things um, that that I want to bring up, I know we brought up another one that had to do with drug testing, but one of the things that I wanted to bring up before any of the spectators talk or whatever, um, a few weeks ago, I read this article. It was actually a couple weeks ago, maybe even just last week, of this woman who had a baby, made it to the Olympics, and they didn't want to let her take her baby to the Olympics because she... She has to breastfeed. She's breastfeeding. Right. So, like, they were like, oh, no, just, like, pump it all out and, like, you know, have, like, you don't know how long you're going to be there when you're, ru- like, so what, like, r- like, so pretty much they're m- making her have the choice of, one, going to the Olympics without her baby and I don't know what the fuck, you know, is going to happen to the lady. going to do?
1: He's not going to be run- running around giving people COVID.
2: No, or three or, or two, just not go. And then she's, like, imagine she's, she's. I don't even think she's super like young what or what she's doing. I don't know. I was trying to find it. I want to say it was something in um, swimming. I'm not, I'm honestly not. Mm. I, I need to check it. I need to check it. I believe it was a white woman, but she's, I think, Afro, like Team USA, maybe two or something. I don't know. I need to look it up and I'll find it. But point is like, uh, since I didn't know we were doing this, because I didn't like pull it up, but I, I just like, I wanted to bring that up. I
0: emailed all of
1: you at 3 a.m. Yep.
0: No.
2: <laughs> yes now look who's
1: not checking emails
2: that's fair right. that's fair that's fair uh, roast me but uh, one of the things one of the things that she said was you know who actually i saw it kate spencer our fellow comedy friend oh, that we all have kate she posted it spencer. and that's how i saw it that's how i found it from her ig story so i, I looked at it really quick you know because sometimes when you're on her story I, you fall into those holes or whatever and one of the mm-hmm. things that she says in the video that i was like this makes so much sense like you're not wrong like all the people that for example all, all the like um asian or latino like anybody that doesn't speak fluent english will have a translator with them so mm-hmm. she was like why like why the fuck do they get a translator and i can't have my baby who isn't gonna do anything like i like you Oh, she could fucking hire someone to just stay in the hotel with them
3: so like, just just um to put like, it in there i've been doing a little bit of. i, I contacted the spanish i oh, present's research department oh thank you so much thank and, you for and it that. is do you it find is, it uh, Kurt, it is yes uh it's a canadian basketball player named kim goucher thank
2: you oh i should have known um, basketball. So, yeah.
3: Close, yeah close
2: okay <laughs> no. all right well yeah so, so that is the person thing. who
3: can't have her kid with yes with, thank you yeah. thank you
2: oscar and research team but yeah so pretty much that's the tea on that there's I a lot to of
1: negative stuff there's a lot around. but there
2: there always is that's the thing really? like There's just there's always so many things that have to do with because, you know, the Olympics is great. And back in the day, yeah, like it wasn't as like brand whole like it's it's literally all about money right now. Like it feels Mm -hmm. like it's all about money. And it's so annoying because also like women get always treated so much shittier than all the men. When yet like fucking the women especially are like always kill And this I'm not I'm talking about U.S. But like U.S.A. like fucking the women are so good like they're so good mm-hmm. and the men don't even qualify sometimes for us and like they still get way more stuff than the women but that's right. what happens in sports all the time like that's a whole other pika that i have a bit sure. but anyway so yeah i just i don't know I, I wanted to throw that one out to you i know also
3: you know, to add on to again my research department uh just got back some yours. added information oh, yours now Oh, yeah, exactly. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. It's, it's not hold. mine. It's Spanish. It's like, he's official it's <laughs> research department. <laughs> he's in charge. He's in charge. Uh, yeah. Jordan Duffy and producer Jordan Duffy uh, reached out to let us know that U.S. marathoner Ale- Alephine Tuliamuk also has a similar situation.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you guys feel about a that? Kid. How do you feel about this? If yes. This was your sister. This was your mom. This was your it your wife. It doesn't like, feel w- well. I get what you're saying.
0: I can just like I sympathize with them as just people. who have yeah. Right. Well, yeah, and, sure. No, but I know what you're saying. Sometimes people have to do that leap like, oh, I have to imagine it's someone close to me. Right. But I, I may I wonder who is the commission or who runs the Olympics? I'm, I'm sure it's like several nations. Right. Which I would imagine are like run conservative. So they don't. I imagine I'm putting this out there. I don't know. Are they just misogynist, conservative?
2: Maybe. I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just so wild
1: it's a so lot i just but- don't i just don't understand the logic and that sucks because like when this is also something that's been running up against the olympic committee is like decisions that are being made that are not necessarily logical
2: mm-hmm.
1: whether whether they date because they're dated like the yeah. marijuana thing yeah
2: let's or bring that one let's bring because down. of the
1: covid restriction stuff it's just a lot yeah. of that stuff doesn't yeah. make any sense and maybe it's like a thing where it's like the Olympics are, like, getting the same kind of treatment as, like, award shows are getting, where now uh, it's it's all kind of going down. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the same prestige. It's not the same whatever. And it's maybe situations like COVID and the pandemic really just lifted a, veal. a, yeah. veal or a veil? veil, A veil or a veil? A veil yeah. made out of veal. <laughs> and, um, oh, ew. ew. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Lady Gaga's uh, new dress, or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for yeah. sure. Her <laughs> opening ceremony, uh, veil, veil, but you know what I mean? Like, does I feel like that there's got to be some kind of connection? Yeah,
3: that. I think when it comes to, and you know, I, I'm going to take this opportunity to bring up the other big Olympic thing Thank about Shakari yes. Richardson, um, being banned from the Olympics for a month because they uh found uh, weed in her system so after receiving the news that her her uh, parent passed. Uh, before she ran uh i think the olympics are incredibly paranoid about like anything affecting your body because when it comes to athletes it's like oh your body's your temple etc cetera, etc cetera. and uh when it comes to like with the weed thing and then like also giving breast milk to yeah. a child oh it's God. like this might affect your body chemistry this might like change the way that you perform as an athlete uh, which is so wild to me if anything i don't know but I, i like i've never smoked but i'm sure weed does not make you faster
2: it doesn't. <laughs> I can tell you, it doesn't. <laughs> if, it's,
1: if it's laced with something
3: else, and I'm sure well, that yeah, breastfeeding but... doesn't make you a better basketball player or a better runner. Wow. Like no, I, I if don't... anything,
2: her tetas are gonna be hurting when she's fucking running and they're fucking, you know, they're chafing. Her poor nipples are oh. like chasing on a sports bra. No, but that's real. Like I need. Yeah, when they're because like, pre- it's basketball,
1: this. so it would be. Yeah, like, it's very she's physical. She's getting checked.
2: It's not like she's in like Una piscina swimming by herself in a nice refreshing situation. Like obvi- like now that we know she's about I mean yeah, that's that's <laughs> We well, yeah, looking- this,
1: this is a good example of like what would be like let's play that game of like what would be an actual reason? Like let's put ourselves in in their space. Is it because of keeping the baby safe? Is it because of
2: they don't give a some fuck kind about of enhancement?
1: Like or there really is no logic.
2: They, there's no know. logic. It's just it's one of those um you know uh, there's no exceptions to the rules but there is there right. is exceptions to rules there always is no matter what there always you there's a way to find a fucking ex- well. exception to almost every rule like in like a situation like this and it sucks Because again, as a woman, I see these stories so much. I follow a lot of like female sports um, pages and they they post a lot about all the discrimination and stuff that happens to female athletes. And it's so fucking annoying to like, honestly, like like be like, damn, this is like what I wanted to do when I grew up. I really wanted to be like a basketball player, (laughs) like in the Mm NBA or whatever, WNBA, when that started after. And I'm just like, all the shit that these women go through, like that could have been me if I like went down that path.
3: Well, I mean, there is a logical step for me anyway. Uh, there is a logical thread that I'm seeing through all of this, and that is the okay. blatant sexism and yeah. racism that happens in the Olympic Games. I mean, uh, something that we haven't talked about is that in this year, the swim caps for yes, African-Americans the other one. That have was been- the other one. Have been uh banned because uh because They're of their black. size and uh they were
2: from I a mean, black to, owned, to, um, they were also from a black owned company. Like they wanted it to be from a specific company. Did you read that too? Yeah. Cause that was that was even more where I was like, okay, whatever. Wait, the, this,
1: the the elastic
2: bro, the brand of the fucking hair. I'm um, sorry, what do you call them? Swim caps, right? Yeah. You said Okay, yeah. that they were they were sorry, I'm like just to like, I don't want to cut you off, but like I was like, that was the other thing that I was like, like cherry on top, like, oh, also it's black owned. Like, you guys are, what
1: the fuck? Like, I don't know. What I'm sorry, Oscar, what are they saying? That you can't wear them anymore when you compete? Yeah, that they're not like, they're not like the official
3: or regulation size caps, but black hair is very different than white hair. We all know this. So they need a different kind of swim cap. So to uh, not validate that specific kind of swim cap made by black people for black people, it does send a message mm-hmm. intentional or not yeah. that people are black treated people are conformed. treated differently yeah. you know it, 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 and It's like, the wrestling also like kid I got
1: to shave his head his I mean block, listen and,
3: and this is something that's very very familiar to the Latinx experience. Yes. It's gatekeeping all over again you know yeah. It's essentially saying like if you don't fit this norm and then and by the norm we mean like the white sort of sis. Because, again, I'm not even going to get started on the whole trans people mm. not being able yeah. to play sports oh, yeah. argument. Oh, yeah, But it is like the white. If you're not part of this cis white uh, homogeny yeah. mm-hmm. in the Olympic Games, then you're not you're not qualified to compete with us. You know, yeah, yeah. but historically speaking, African-Americans, blacks from all over the world have w- won and broken records in so the Olympic many. Games, you know, and
2: it's it's yeah. Yeah, you're so fucking right. Yes, you are so right. Like, black and African-Americans fucking are always killing it. And it's like, oh, so let's find another fucking reason to be fucking racist. Oh, your swim caps. Like, that's how I read it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. no. Also, the the I just wanted to give a shout out to the people, the IG, um, that I always get the women's sports info from. They're called Friends of the Court. And on their bio it says dedicated to developments in women's sports law. Because that could you like it's something that had to be created because of all the fucking discrimination of females in general. Mm, and like they post a law? Of,
1: like like a like
2: Yeah, law like,
1: like, like, like a law firm.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't oh, think they're wow. a law a law firm. A law Firm, but like they put they post a lot about like like BIPOC talent, trans, like like women of color, like it, with an athletes as well, but just all mm-hmm. women. So I don't know. I think it's a really cool. It's like it's a little IG. They ha- barely have fourteen hundred followers, but like I love it. I get so informed, like so much. Um, but I wanted to go back to the the drug testing mm-hmm. because I think that's what inspired this. Pika, yes, yeah. kind
4: of. Well, so yeah, it was
2: yeah. on
1: its way to all these things that were happening. Yeah. All these things that are negatively. Um, yeah coming out of the olympic situation. Yeah.
2: So the world has very very much been defending her and it's crazy to me too because like I've seen those made up twitter posts where it's like Phelps and Lachy and all right and they're like I was high when I <laughs> have you seen yeah. those which like obviously they weren't but like they They for sure smoked.
1: Isn't that what happened with Phelps at some point? They found, but it was after competition. And It was
2: after. It's like, dude, let people smoke weed. What is the deal? Like, I'm so annoyed. Like, it's just like such a stupid. Like, I'm not going to go smoke and do CrossFit. Why would I do that? I'm not going to want to lift. You know what I mean? Like, nobody's Mm -hmm. trying to smoke as they do an Olympic, like, like race or try anything like they want to win. Why would they want to be slower? I the don't The competition
1: get it. is in munchies. It's not yeah. how much you can eat but or I how many also, naps you can take.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think like we also, we come from a very sort of um, <laughs> liberal headspace too, when it comes yeah. to drug use, you know, we are from Cal, you know, we live in California. It's, it's legal. legal here. You know, a lot of people and like, listen, the Olympic committee is not made up of 20 or 30 somethings. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? No. They're made up of people who were born and raised, during a time where weed made Consider you go like, crazy and kill someone. You know what yeah. I mean? So Ma- these uh, people have... A reefer Madness. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. Reefer Madness. Paranoia. So they were... And again, it's a drug to them. To them, yeah. weed is still a performance enhancement. And I use heavy quotations when I say <laughs> enhancement. Drug. But it's still a drug. It affects the body in a specific way. These people are unlearned. They're not reading up, they're not learning up, and they don't want to, right? Because mm. these are people have, who have been on the helm for aeons who are unwilling to change the old guard. And that, I think, is a microcosm of a larger picture, which is these people, these damn dinosaurs in power are, you know, unwilling to relent power or even to learn or adapt to change. You I know? think that's I also think-
1: gatekeeping. I yeah. mean, that's why 100%. we still have a problem with we <coughs> nationally, why some people are in jail right now and they have like yeah. and some people are profiting and they're making na- uh, like news profiles of how successful people like that's a slap in the face of people yeah. that are currently in the prison system because of yeah. the same thing you're doing. But but oh good for those people, yeah. because look at them profiting. So it's I think it's a form of uh, it's it's a, it's on purpose. Obviously, there's no logic. I think that's the conclusion that I'm.
2: Yeah, it just I, it's. It's It's unfortunate because, you know, the Olympics is a beautiful time for especially like black and brown people and just like, you know, people that are not cis white and are fucking athletes that have like, you know, started from the bottom or maybe not like what you know what I mean? Like this is like. This is like ultimate goals for these athletes. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm in the NBA, but wait, I get to play. I mean, it's hard right now the NBA right now because of playoffs and stuff. Like, and then a lot of the players, also the basketball players, for example, they go and they they play for like Spain if they're Spaniard, whatever mm-hmm. descent. You have the stuff. choice. Yeah, which is cool, right? But like, I look at someone like Shakari, and I was like, I didn't know really who she was until like we started the Olympic stuff, trials, and all of that, and I was like, this fucking woman is so fucking fast and she has the longest nails this like you know this hair (laughs) she has so much drag with the hair and the nails and
1: she's still beating everybody like
2: she's like drag Drag. no like like
1: wind like drag yeah
2: and then like (laughs) and like you know like all the endorsements that she could be getting like all the endorsements that she could be getting and she's now losing because (laughs) of like this stupid thing. Also,
3: you know, listen, let's be real. The fucking Olympics happen every four years. It's not yeah. like, oh, you're not your band? You could do it next week. It's four no. years. A person's yeah. body changes in four years. You are at your peak physical condition maybe once or twice every Olympics. You know, there is a thing as aging out of the Olympics. You 100%. Know? Right? So way,
2: way quicker for, than the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, for
3: people like Shikari, <laughs> it is like, rarely do you get the chance to be on this uh, such a huge platform as the Olympics, and to get it again, that requires so much time, so much training, yeah. so much what money? Yeah, that's especially money. for disenfranchised people, like that yeah. is tough, you know. So to have that taken away from Shakari yeah. is just like, I mean, uh, you know, uh, you know, singing to the prior choir yeah. here, but like, it's unfair. It's completely unfair. Um, yeah. But I think bigger things need to change yeah. for there to be any sort of subtle
1: change in the Olympic Games. You know, and yeah. just make it a monetary thing instead of a you know? That's
2: what I think. Just find Wait, her. What do you
1: mean? Like find, find somebody her.
2: find her if or, or like, um. OK, Shakari, you smoked whatever. Again, like also like she shouldn't even have to one like she should not have to have like explain to the world why she smoked. I don't give a yeah. fuck why she smoked. Girl, you fucking are the fastest woman in the fucking world right now. And you like want to smoke. You want to get home and take a fucking bubble bath and smoke a fucking big ass blunt with your fucking long nails. Go ahead, girl get it because you deserve it again you are the fastest woman in the world like and even if you weren't i don't care still go ahead and do it (laughs) like you don't have to explain like your trauma because we know we saw what happened with you know we read it like but that shouldn't be the reason that she has to like tell people that's a whole other thing too like i feel like everybody's always like having to like explain like these moms have to explain why they have to breastfeed these Mm -hmm. people have you know like these these people have to explain why they smoked weed or why whatever they need a translator or whatever it is like it's like just yeah and then what what really
1: kind of bugs me is people are like well rules are rules and she shouldn't be doing it plain and simple those are the same people like those are the same people that when it happens to them they justify whatever their actions are yeah it's so easy to be like well rules are rules and that's it black and white is is it though when it comes to you like all these people especially like in power that are always making rules for people when it applies to them suddenly it's not we've seen historically that that's what happens with politicians with people Mm -hmm. in charge so it's yeah. also like, bro, seriously, that's what you, that's if that's the only like argument you have rules or rules. That just tells you, know, you more also, about uh, more about you than about the actual situation. That's
3: true. And just to yeah. add on to the whole um, the uh, the profiling that seems to be happening here. It is a like really inconvenient to me to believe that people like Shikari are being found out about their drug use right before the Af- big Olympic game. Yeah. Yeah. And then people like Ryan Lochte or... It's um, just
2: after. Weird, just after. Right? Ah. And
3: then, you know what I mean? And then you have someone like Lance Armstrong just like straight up juicing
2: up <laughs> for yeah, years man. and
3: years. And, and then, not...
2: Then, and by the way, sorry, not... Not at all one bit apologetic for it. Because if you no. watched his documentary, mm-hmm. they ask him, and it's the most cringe moment between him and the director and producer that ask him this question. And he's like, No. And it's like he was juicing for real, right? Well, like
1: it was technical because wasn't it just fresh blood with more oxygen in his system? It wasn't like steroids. No, oh my god, he's like no, a vampire. Carlos. Yeah, so no. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm listening for him. I'm not, I'm not oh, advocating. I'm oh not my guys. I'm just saying in his <laughs> mind.
2: Yeah. Did, well, yeah, did because, he really
1: feel I don't think in his mind He really felt like There was a thing
2: Because these white men But also go,
1: he was allowed It's and, his blood
2: Just Yeah But uh, but also like <laughs> You get to this point That you think You're fucking untouchable That's the sure, thing Sure well,
1: he? I mean he won How many times Seven times Eight yeah, times he Nine times Fucking
2: hundred times. Up.
1: And, well, then he yes, was, and then yeah. I think His argument was like Look what I did for the sport And this yeah. is how you guys Repay me Wow Sir, yeah. which sir is we, literally we all had the... a live
2: strong We all had a live strong bracelet sir We, <laughs> yeah. all, we all wore them yeah. to play And we were like
1: like God
2: Merlant. I thought Yeah, so I did right. not. Um yeah, but
0: S- speaking of juicing. I, wait, 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 wait. wait Before right, so we
2: end it, I do want to end it on a quick positive note. Okay. Is there anything because again, I'm still I still fucking love the Olympics and if it does happen, is there any um sport that you enjoy watching that you're looking forward to if it does happen gymnastics the mobile like like Lori hernandez like you know we've got these really cool like women track, and men doing. track and
1: field and gymnastics i think I Me too. Are, the, are the ones that i always end up going back to yeah. i just watched too. the trials when i was with my family uh, a couple of weeks ago yeah, uh, vacation those. sorry no, that's, okay. <laughs> that's my mom literally that's my Aww, mom.
2: Bro, yeah.
1: um, <laughs> no that's it was fun it was like I, I think I, I forgot that I we used to it. do that when I was little yeah. we used to watch all like the track and field because in Same. Puerto Rico we follow that stuff and Same. there's a lot of there's a huge track and field culture in Puerto Rico
2: yeah anybody else do you guys is there I mean again and if you don't want and I don't care if you don't <laughs> it won't offend me if you guys don't watch it or like ping it. pong Carlos Bing- mentioned
0: it earlier drag
2: what? drag <laughs> okay okay <laughs>
0: gymnastics it looks Olympic, like right? it's like dancing and acrobatic. The twirling, the, the twirling. Yeah. That's
3: right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a I'm not a, a summer Olympics person. I will say I'm a big fan of the Winter Olympics.
2: Winter, uh, okay, okay. Very excited the fashion, for fashion, honey. I mean, the Winter the fashion, Oscar. I'm just gonna tell you, tune in to some of of the Team USA um, gymnastics. I promise you will not be disappointed.
1: Is like, figure skating only in the Winter Olympics?
2: Yeah. Well, they do. Um, they have the... I think they have the roller fast, whatever. I actually also would give a shout out to... There is a Kuanito from Miami that oh. has gone for two different sports. He will be going for baseball. And I played baseball with him. Eddie Alvarez. Okay. Um, yeah. I was watching... Um, my, my boyfriend was watching like the like baseball team like do the trials a couple weeks ago. And they had Eddie Alvarez. Again. I was like, oh, my God. I know him. I used to play baseball with home. And I was like, little, little. He would probably have no fucking idea who I was until if I saw him. And I was like, hey, remember me? I'm the... the the Girl, like the only girl that played baseball on the team with you, oh boy. Anyways, uh, well, next, um, it back,
3: honestly, yeah, seriously. Honestly, the only reason why I like the Winter Olympics
1: is because of cool runnings. Cool <laughs> oh, wow, okay. you just wow. rewatch wow. cool runnings, that's it.
2: <laughs> okay, okay,
1: okay, so back, back, to, back, sí.
2: to, back to juicing. Sorry, so the Olympics to board a...
1: of coffee drinking,
2: yeah,
0: yes,
2: yes,
0: yes. slurp. <laughs> Slurpity slurp.
2: Slurpity okay. slurp. It Tony up. just
0: took a huge bomb yes. rip.
2: Yeah, he and hit while from the... He's oh, totally
3: wow, high. Man. Let's take a cafecito break, right? Yeah, now.
0: let's do to yeah. balance <laughs> out.
1: Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s. 1975, to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.
4: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
0: Slurp, 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 me, gente. We are back with our guest today. You know him. You love him from Superstore, Key and Peel, Mad TV. Excuse me. He's got a couple Emmy nominations to his name. Please. Welcome, Colton Dunn! <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes.
4: Hello.
2: <laughs> yes. We love an Eminem drop. Yes, in the mm-hmm. intro. <laughs> love that. Real, real fancy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Colton?
5: Man, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We out we here in the good. summer. We're yeah. doing the summer thing. Never yeah, since. yeah. The <laughs> summer life, man. It's yeah. so
2: hot. <laughs> Uh, Colton, are you currently
5: well, in LA at this moment? or uh, I am, man. I am in Glendale, California on the side of a mountain, and it is hot. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's gonna this is gonna sound creepy, but I actually know where you live because oh, you live across yeah. from okay. you oh, that, live that by definitely my, came one off. of my best.
1: Exactly. Because you
2: live by one of my besties, Kayla.
5: Oh, yeah, that's right. I live across the street from Kayla.
2: Yeah, we have Kayla podcast, I so them, they know Kayla. I,
5: I told them uh, about that place because Kayla's husband is my old roommate. I lived with him for a little under 10 years. Uh, (laughs) And I saw the house across the street from me going up for rent. And so I texted him to see if they'd like to do it. And it worked out. So (laughs)
2: So so now I live across the street from my old roommate. (laughs) But that's so cool. Like, I love that, too, because, like, you know, you guys both have, like, a family. And it's so nice to, like, have, like, Mm -hmm. a friend in your family. You know, it's like. You see it on TV sometimes. You're like, that doesn't happen. Families don't like friends, like friends don't live across and it's like, oh no, this like when she saw one that happened, I was like, that's really cool. Like it's one of those things you do see, like in like TV show. (laughs) So, okay, superstore. I really want to get into superstore. Uh, Big, big fan. I I love, I mean, like I (laughs) I mean, I I loved it from the beginning, one, because, yeah, it's funny and it was something different that I I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to get into watching it, two, it's so beautifully diverse without trying to throw it in your face, which Mm -hmm. sometimes happens. Um, I guess I kind of wanted to talk about, like, how was that beginning process when you first, like, went in, you were auditioning, like, how did you feel, like, about this character and, you know, as it, it, it just grew into such beautiful character development in every season.
5: Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, unfortunately, I'm probably not the best actor to talk about that kind of stuff, because I was just stoked to make some money. <laughs> yeah,
4: for sure. Uh, fair, I mean, fair. Aren't we that's all? A given. That's,
5: that's a old. given. Uh, uh,
4: all? And, you know, I,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's very refreshing, honestly.
4: Well, like, oh, what drew you, you to work Julie? in this project? Mm, mm, let me good uh, uh, payment? <laughs> He's
5: like, look,
2: craft. He's like, no, I uh, need it to pay rent.
5: <laughs> but you know what, though? Pretty quickly, what was great about it is that early on, like, uh, you know, America Ferreira was like, we're all going out to dinner, you know, and she mm-hmm. like made a reservation at this sushi place. And so we all went out to dinner there. And sort of after that, we all just kept going out after dinner. And, you know, the cast stayed really tight, which uh, was really cool and different than, you know, what things are usually like, because like I said, I was, you know, I was there to get paid. So you know, usually you don't show up and plan on, like, making, like, a bunch of friends and stuff like that, you know, at anything, but uh, this was, uh, you know, definitely a, a different experience. And you felt that kind of from the very beginning, you know. Uh, and, you know, whether or not that translated, you know, on, on screen, I, I think it, it had to have because, you know, a lot of the compliments that I get about the show are that, it like, it just felt like, you know, you guys were all friends and that yeah. these were people who, like, all genuinely liked each other and worked together. And and it had that vibe from the beginning. So yeah, energy was there. I just didn't tune into it because I was I was steady counting those bills. You know what I'm
4: saying?
5: That's getting in the way. Yeah,
2: yeah, that is true though. That's that's interesting. You say it though because I do think you guys have that vibe on on set. At least like not on set, but like on like screen watching it, like there is some playfulness where I'm like, I I love to watch a show, too, where there's like legit comedians that like I know I've seen on stage do improv and then like watch them on TV and be like, oh, my God, I wonder if Colton improv that or like, you know what I mean? Because it's like (laughs) because it does feel so fresh and relaxing, like watching it. Is
3: there a lot of room for improvisational uh, improv in that show?
5: For sure. You know, uh, yeah. I think for sure there's a lot of room uh, for improvisation, um, you know. What I kind of have found in most of the work that I do is that there's always room for improvisation if you just do it. Uh, as soon as you stop and ask if you could do it, then yeah. there's not, then there's
1: no room for improvisation. But if you just do it, there's always room. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Uh, if you get a good reaction, you can't argue against it. Can't argue against this.
5: That's the thing though. Some people if you do it and it doesn't work, then you go, Yeah, I'm not gonna do that anymore. (laughs) Yo,
4: that shit is terrifying.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one that you gotta go for it. Well I feel like I always wanna ask because I'm like, I don't like I feel like I'm still so new sometimes on set. I'm like
5: uh, the difficulty level goes way up once you ask. Once you yes. ask, because they're expecting something. Then yeah. it's really mm. if you just try something and it doesn't work, and they're like, "What was that?" And You're like, "I was just trying something." And they're like, oh, "Okay, well, don't do that again." And you're like, "All right." Cool. You could always say, <laughs> "If you like, the moment asked to do it," and then you're like, <laughs> "I did it." They're like, "Why yeah. do even you thought about that?" You know, like, <laughs> uh, no, man, that's, was that's, in the that's, moment, a, that's a life man. lesson for all you actors. Okay, just all right, all right. End, you want mm-hmm. to improvise? You want to do a fun take? Just do it.
4: Don't
2: ask. Okay next time i'm gonna All do it and, uh, and if i <laughs> fuck that, up write this down yeah if i fuck uh, 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 up i'm gonna say well colton dunn told me to, colton
4: dunn told me to. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to just <gasps> I do <how> it
2: <laughs> i'm like colton don't tell me and he's my coach and he mm-hmm. told me today i gotta throw it out
0: there <laughs> you're bumped to series be... regular now we didn't know great that. we didn't great. know that oh, wow. you got the colton bump <laughs> <Best guess scenario. laughs> uh I want to ask about your, when you moved to New York, your comedy, your first comedy job, were you working at Conan Uh, O'Brien show?
5: I I never, (laughs) I never worked there like as a writer, but like, you know, at UCB at that time, there was a lot of like, like day player things, you know, Conan was on every night and, um. You know, and they have some of that out here, you know, like on Kimmel, they'll do like bits and stuff and we'll be like, oh, you know, cool. You know, Betsy Sedaro was going to be on this thing, you know, this bit tonight, uh, you know, but it was like back then at UCB. Like that was like every night they would have like two or three people from the theater, on. you know, and so it was almost, you know, as if that was like. Like, that was, like, after a Herald team in, like, what you were mm-hmm. trying to do. Oh. Like, if you would do stuff at UCB and then you'd, you know, hope that, you know, um, uh, you know, the casting people from Conan, you know, have to come to one of the shows List. and then maybe you yes. get a call to, like, you know, do something. And so that was the first thing that I did was um, on Conan was this boy band called Dudes of Plenty uh, written <laughs> you know. by this guy named Andy Blitz. And it was, like, during the, like, making making the band that mm-hmm. reality show. And so Kona yeah. was going to make his own boy band. Um, and I was one of the <laughs> members of the boy band. <laughs> now, every boy band has a type. What type were you in that band? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man. Yeah. I don't know. I had like, well, my, he named me Samantha. Okay. Um, <laughs> And, Samantha. <laughs> yeah, he renamed everybody, and my name was Samantha.
2: Oh, like the uh, Sex and the City girls? It's New York. I get it. Yeah, maybe, maybe that <laughs> you was. Were it. The I'm Samantha. not sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh
5: and I had a tank top on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, this is the this is kind of the earlier days of these uh, sort of boy band making the band thing. So everybody was kind of the same type. We did have one guy who was clearly a bad boy, though.
4: Right? Oh. He's like oh. a, he had a so, criminal
1: rap. Yeah, Yeah a criminal
4: record. Right.
2: Something follow up, follow up to that. If you were on a boy band, what would your type be?
1: Mm-hmm. If I was a
5: boy, I I just want to be. I'd want to be the guy who like talks. You know, in the song, yes. it's like, hey, the guy's yeah. man, I agree. We all agree. Me and these guys really? are friends and we all love we all love you, girl. So, here, take a listen to another thing this guy has to say. Like that's that's what I
4: want to
0: And you never get to the song. You're just
4: talking yeah.
0: hey, what's the up? Whole- this song's gonna be great. You're going
2: to love it. Yeah. He does the transitions. It's like the transitions in this. It's the
0: chorus.
5: All right. Well, you heard yeah. what he had to say. Now yeah, let's hear right. what this one has to say. Yeah, you didn't see that coming.
3: Yeah. Oh, You're just boy. the guy in the boy band that's like, okay, now it's your turn.
5: <laughs> You're right. the strategist. Okay, Dale, yeah. go for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's sounds business, but he doesn't know it either. <laughs>
4: right, right, right. I love it. I love
2: it. I, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so one of the things that I was thinking about, you know, when we were gonna, when we were talking about interviewing you is okay, at UCB. Doing com or just doing comedy, not even just at UCBD, uh, UCBD. Uh, UCBD? No, so, like, doing comedy, uh, as, especially, like, even us, like, as POC, any BIPOC talent, um, growing, like, like, growing up in, like, watching, not growing up, like, I guess, like, watching people, like, do it, I didn't really get to see a lot of people that looked like me, that sounded like me, and, you know, you're from a different generation of, like, the, like, comedians and improvisers and sketch performers as well, and, like, I want to know, like, were there people when you were watching shows that you saw on stage that like inspired you to want to start doing comedy that like you were like oh like he's kind of like me because like I don't know like I feel like sometimes I do ask this question and like uh, it might be like a black improviser and she's like no like I never saw a female I saw like a guy that was black but I didn't see like a female you know what I mean so like who were these people that you were watching
5: uh, I mean, uh, Jerry Miner, Horatio Sands, uh, you know, these are guys who like I, I saw very early on in Chicago. I went and saw a nice. Second City show with my aunt. She took me to see a show uh, and they were both in a, a show at Second City. Um, you know, I mean, you know, it's interesting with comedy. It does a lot of times it, you know, at least for me, it was really about like taste and, and, nice. and type of comedy Mm-hmm. As as opposed to whether or not somebody really looked like me, be just also be you know I'm mixed, so it's not like you know I couldn't necessarily just be like oh there was a black guy in there well you know the black guy doesn't necessarily look exactly like me okay. um, you know uh, so you know seeing people of color was always exciting to me and to see what they did uh, you know and I the reason I say Jerry and Horatio is because their style of comedy you know really resonated with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, but also so did like, uh, you know, uh, Ian Roberts, you know, like, there was like sort of this people who you didn't expect to be at an improv theater, um, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of way of improvising where it was like, you know, like, you're almost like, they're not doing it right. That guy, you know, that guy shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I love that. I love that, uh, that vibe. Uh, Amy Poehler was uh, was a big one that I just, like, the like, she was, and for me, for her, it was, like, she's, like, so tiny and, like, little. Mm-hmm. And she would just come out and just command, like, take, like, the highest status in a scene possible, you know, like, fucking murder, like, stab people in the throat, like, do, like, brutal murders <laughs> in scenes. Where you're like, that. what the, you know? Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I think I think for me it was you know, there are, there's definitely, you know, growing up, I think we all have that experience of being like, I don't really see too many people like me, you know, but, you know, it's also like, you know, then when you start seeing the people who do look like you and that's cool. But then when you start seeing the people who kind of like are doing the kind of comedy that's resonating with you and sort of their style. And and sometimes that could be people who look like you just because culturally you might have the same thing, but also, I think it's also, for me, it was like, People who wanted to do improv, but didn't want to do, you know, sort of kind of the sort of goofy improv uh, or more theatrical, uh, you know, uh, type improv. You know, I really just wanted to do like the funny, you know, silly
4: shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: How did did you get started in comedy? Is that something that you were always interested in or was something that you discovered uh, down the road?
5: I was always you know, like this because this is connected to that first question you asked me. I, I got really into <laughs> performing. I did. a. My mom took me to an audition when I was a child to like this youth theater in um, St. Paul, Minnesota, where I'm from. And she kind of took me to an audition because I was always like goofing off and like. During the basketball games, like I'd get the ball and like dance around with it and like be silly with it. And everyone's like, dude, what are you doing? You know, like, so she was mm-hmm. like, uh, maybe he'll like doing, you know, acting stuff. And so she took me yeah. this audition and the, and I got this part in this show called Aesop's Fables, a musical circus. And immediately it started rehearsing. And so there was like three days a week that I would leave school and take a bus to downtown St. Paul to rehearse for this thing. And I was like, kid. And that was it. That was, I was like, I can leave school. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, yeah. like,
5: Alone. I'm, I'm just doing <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I'm like, <laughs> I, I love am that you're yeah. doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: you're and like, so <laughs> that was kind of it. And then as far as, as it drifted into comedy was when in, um, you know, in high school, and again, this has a basketball tie-in, I was playing basketball for the high school team, but then this thing called comedy sports came
4: mm-hmm. to yeah, the high school form.
5: league. It's a yeah. short-form comedy show, and uh, I went to high school with uh, Nick Swartzen. And so we were buddies then, and he was like, oh, we should do this thing called comedy sports. And so we went to check it out, and we we're like, oh, that's really fun. I want to do it. But it it uh, rehearsed the same time as basketball practice was. And so I quit the team. It was like, I'm going to do comedy sports. And it was sort of like that kind of like big choice, you know, like when you're a kid, it's like, you start committing to something, you just keep doubling down on it. And so it was like, you know, that was it, you know, I'd already committed that I was going to get out of school early to perform. And uh, then I quit basketball to make sure I played, did comedy and, had to commit to the rest I
2: guess. His- <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, I relate to the basketball and like, well, for me, we didn't have comedy sport or anything like that. We had theater in my high school and it was like, I like would only get the one liners if I like was in the play because they're like, well, you're the captain of the basketball team. So you can't be here. And I'm like. Fine,
3: mm, that fine. sounded like a, that sounds a little bitter on their
2: part. Yeah. Right? yeah
1: mean, They're
2: like, bring those sweet threes over here. Fine. <laughs> do you still ball out here? Do you like scrimmage and stuff? Or- <laughs> <laughs> so dance around with still the ball. ball. Do you ball? <laughs> it's still,
0: uh
5: No, I mean, I'll go shoot around. I probably would not. I mean, maybe I play like a half court game, but you know, I'm, you know, I got, I got kids and I'm older and I got like shit I have to do. So like, I can't, you know, I can't like, I can't, I can't roll my ankle and, you know, not be able to walk for like three days. Like, that's just not a a thing that is available for me. So uh, I would love to ball, but uh, yeah, jumping up, you know as high as I can with another guy who's also not a professional athlete jumping and <laughs> trying to jump as high as they can. That's just a dangerous mix.
2: Oh, oh, it is trust from experience. I can mm-hmm. agree. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so no. sorry.
0: What is a sweet three? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a sweet three is a three point shot. It's just like sweet. Oh uh, like, yeah. Okay. It's just like, you know, sorry. it's no. like you, nothing but you,
5: you, <laughs> do you play in that comedy league? down here? I do. Yeah. I do. What, yeah, what, yeah. What, what was your team?
2: I was, uh, I'm with the Lucille Ballers.
5: Okay, yeah. Yeah. I I coached the team for a little bit.
2: I think, yeah, I was like, I feel like I remember you coaching a team once as well. Yeah, like when I I first first started was like, when like Fran and Darcy and Marcy, like, a lot of, a lot of people were on it in the beginning, but then I think it just got too, it just was too crazy. It she got, got like real, too,
5: dude. It got intense. It got, I, I, yeah. I, cause I came in and coached at the beginning and then I came and coached like a little bit later mm-hmm. and there was like these girls with like tattoos and shit all up on their arms and like full body sleeves and shit. And mm-hmm. I was like, who the fuck are, this is not an improv group. And no. then they were,
2: no, and no, maybe like Roller you know, like, like, Derby
5: fadeaways and like <laughs> all this stuff roller.
2: Like, oh like the <laughs> amount of times that I had to be like, like I was like, I don't know, I have an audition or a shoot or whatever something and like so the games are on Tuesdays and I they would like be super rough sometimes. And I'm like, listen, like, I'd be like, I go up to her if I'm like, look, this face, this is how I make my money, <laughs> this right here. So I need you to call the fouls. I know it's women's basketball and you're not like trying to be super hardcore NBA referees here. I get it. But like, just watch my face and everybody else's faces like, please. And he was like, oh, OK, like they could not stand us at all. Like the actors for sure. But yeah, it's a uh, it's it's definitely more intense. Yeah, nobody
5: nobody likes this when you go like, hey, this is how I make yeah. my money. Yeah. Nobody. That'll <laughs> never work in a conversation. Never. to get uh-huh. that person on your side. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <well>. Oh
2: wow! Well. <laughs> they'll always. They'll always be like.
5: Did they really that. just? say Yeah, I'm,
3: I'm
2: like, how am I supposed to go in and sell this McDonald's This is the money prize? maker, right here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm all
2: like sweaty and my hairs all <laughs> up. He's like, okay, he's like, you're not selling shit, bitch. Like, not with that right there.
4: <laughs>
2: oh my gosh. Okay. Um, enough about me. Back to Colton.
1: <laughs> so, so Colton, you were you started doing comedy sports. You doubled down, and at some point, you moved to New York uh, to start with UCB. How was that? transition
5: uh it was uh, it was fun you know I moved when I was pretty young uh it was just a couple of years after high school um, oh, Wow! so and by that um, point I, you
1: already knew comedy all the way well
5: yeah I had I took a trip to New York and that's where I first saw the UCB mm. um so I took a trip out there for a week and then I went home back to Minnesota and I was working with like doing some improv there but I couldn't I kept thinking like oh man there's so many funny people out there and so I started college, but then I dropped out almost immediately and moved to moved to New York. Uh, and yeah, and then that was it. I worked at video stores and tried hmm. to do...
3: Whoa, which video Kim's. stores did you
5: work at? God. I worked at Kim's Video. Yeah, Kim's!
4: Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> gosh, I,
2: Kim's! I heard of Kim's and yeah, I don't know yeah. it, but yeah. So which Kim's did you
5: work at? I worked at Kim's, Kim's West, which was in the West Village.
3: Okay,
4: uh, wow. Not
5: the main Mondo Kim's, which is, right. uh, the one that everybody, I think... Thinks about their Kims, but ours was pretty crazy too. Uh, so I worked there, and I worked at TLA Video, which was like another video store that was like kind of and then see the
1: pattern, two, yes. You
0: know,
5: yeah, Two Boots Video, which was like little
0: ah, little like, uh, you know, uh-huh. the,
5: oh that was you know, that's a big thing in the you know this is the late nineties. You got to sure, think.
4: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. This is access like, to, to to rentals is yeah, important.
5: Rentals and like the independent movie scene and. Bootlegs is, and all that stuff. Was,
1: clerks, like, that vibe.
5: Clerks, and... oh. it was a mm-hmm. hot. It was a hot time to work <laughs> <Yeah>. at
4: the <laughs> store,
1: man. You,
5: you, you know, I was, was I was actually in a video store in the office, uh, eating a little sand- eating my sandwich before I was about to start work. When the manager of the store, a head manager, was reading an article about Netflix and talking about how it was never going to work. How she's wow. like, this is the dumbest thing. At people, all you know, nobody, you know, because. And her points all, all made sense. She's like, everybody who comes in here never knows what they want to watch. They don't have any idea. So how are they going to figure it out on, you know, just looking at the internet? They always have to ask us, you know, what the movies Little are. Little
1: did they know. Algorithms did they know over, so. Algorithms, baby. <laughs> right. uh, tell you exactly algorithms. what you want to watch. Yes. Oh, another <laughs> UFO
5: documentary? Yes, oh, there <laughs> you go.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> we know you well. Watch more.
2: We all, like, just were like, yeah, no, that's real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> very Sex City? You'll love this H- UFO documentary.
2: <laughs> yeah, <it's
4: a>
1: <laughs> what
0: were and your I areas to, uh,
2: of expertise go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: i want to know like if what were your areas of if someone came in and wanted to know i don't know Ooh, about yeah like animation or be like did everyone in the store have different like powers? fan bases majors
3: <laughs> majors
0: yeah yeah, yeah I mean,
5: there would so, be you know? yeah people who like knew a little bit more about certain things i guess yeah. mine would be more like um probably like sci-fi mm-hmm. um you know sci-fi fantasy stuff uh, i knew mm-hmm. a lot about those movies um you know, uh, uh, quite a bit back then, at least of like the independent films that, that had come out you know, and things that were you know, like that. Uh, and then I was, and then I was in charge for an extra seventy-five cents an hour. I was in charge of the straight porn section.
2: Uh, oh wow!
5: For uh, for both wait for both straight wait, 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 wait. only straight I mean,
2: yeah I know only that, straight we well, had our our own two source. different
5: it was two different <laughs> it was two different positions they had a straight. They had straight porn, uh, a straight porn uh, manager, and the gay porn manager.
1: No, were they were Wait, they why? separated, or were they in the same beat? It where you could go through. They beats were the same. I, okay. They were
5: the same. They were behind the same <laughs> door. It wasn't like okay. they were like. It wasn't like that kind of you know. And I don't, you know, I don't know why they did that. Um, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, actually, I, I do know why they did that. They probably did that because they, because they knew that straight guys would really want to. Go into the straight porn section, and you know I think mm-hmm. they that's that's probably what they did. They got they, did what, they didn't want they
1: want one manager to know all of it. They needed to make sure <laughs>
5: they, needed they needed to find somebody who was open, a little more
1: open minded and it would just right.
5: be enjoying yeah. no matter where they were, just living life. You know
2: that yeah. is so wild. Wow. I had never heard of that. Yeah, and <laughs> here's
5: another people. fun story: is oh. that is the so TLA video? This place that I worked. I don't know if this this won't get anybody in trouble, but they were in Philadelphia, <laughs> and we had this. You know, we had like a huge. You know. Um, porn section and, and obviously this was like in West Hollywood so we had a pretty substantial gay porn section uh, but mm. I believe at the time <laughs> it was illegal to ship gay porn from one state to another state so our manager would have to drive down to Philadelphia, pick Uh-oh. up her supply of, of gay porn and then drive back and it was like this very like very short Japanese woman who would just fill up her entire car <laughs> with gay porn it wow. just be driving back from Philly Imagine movie. getting stopped
2: by a cop and it's like they wanna check your and that's all that just and like she's just out. like this is
1: how I roll dude
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> that feels like the beginning of
1: an indie movie in the nineties. Right?
5: <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it
4: does. So that's how how wild is that it was unreal illegal, it's
1: illegal to ship gay porn mm-hmm. across that's, state lines. What yeah. is that?
4: Who does that protect? <laughs>
1: Ah! the t s a no that that wasn't a run, yeah, so yeah I don't even know
0: well, there's a Netflix documentary, sorry oh, yeah, up Netflix tripping. about circus of books is, I think it was called, and they had a gate and it was run by two a straight couple, and they go into it in the documentary about how they like made money this way, but they had to find people that would drive transport yeah. gay porn across state lines, Wow. Uh, Incredible. Oh. Holy. I want, I'm picturing wow. that woman that was reading an article about Netflix at your store, like reading about porn going all on, on the Internet. Like, that'll never work. You <laughs>
4: yeah. I, you know, <laughs> what
5: did she have? Did she have anything about porn No. I mean, I think that one, I think they were actually, she. Uh, if I remember, people were excited about that aspect. Mm-hmm. I, uh, even though it was good mm-hmm. revenue, it was also, it was a hassle to keep up those straight porn sections and the gay porn section because you would walk past into them, and like people would go in with like box cutters and like cut pictures off of them. Like, whoa, oh.
1: wait, what? Uh, wait, or because huh? you, you had the there was no there, yeah, you know, so you wait. Have, so, I people were the... so horny that they would box cut the yeah. outline of a... so they can have it in their pocket, they could go to the bathroom, they could excuse themselves, wow. yeah. Yes, wow. dude. The internet wasn't wow. as fast back then. I know, <laughs> I, I, I know,
2: I know. I forget. Take, I, mean, it I remember. It used to take so
1: long, <laughs> so long, just for a picture. <laughs> yeah, this mm-hmm. yeah. like nah, box cutters. It is for me. <laughs> Everybody's just. <laughs> I
5: gotta get the box cutters. Yo, I guess cutters. people
3: will find a way, man. Like <laughs> corniness no, knows
1: no bounds, you know. <laughs> I, <laughs> holy crap oh do you remember those box cutter days uh sure do
0: i use scissors in magazines i don't know what we're talking about boxing
1: (laughs) 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 or just oh
5: why we weren't all. talking. We weren't talking about stuff we did.
2: Yeah, Tony. <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you for sharing. Tony
2: <laughs> Tony has just been giving us. so Tony always, of information. every episode,
1: like to share something. He, he I
2: mean, I'm every never going
1: been. collaging at There's a Tony file on the internet.
2: <laughs> 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 I mean, just he, getting he, fuller he have- and fuller. Does he have a porn, horny, like, vision board? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and their magazine cutout. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> mm,
0: porn, horny, vision board. <laughs> right. porn, horny. It, it gets more It gets more than my career, horny, vision board. I get more add-ons. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Carlitos, I know you want you... I,
1: yeah, of- no, I just wanted to, to because I know we got to wrap it up, but uh, I want to give you props because I think you're a fantastic writer. Uh, everything that I see, oh, that I do, I, I have so much, and, and this is, you know, my personal take. Like I respect, oh uh, yeah, your style is amazing. But I wanted to ask you too. At some point during that transition, at what point did you say, "Hey, let me take a stab at it"? And did you just go for it? Did you try to learn, or what was the process for you to start writing your own stuff, or to write in general?
5: Uh, I took. A, uh, so we in a.
1: <laughs> be
5: a funny answer for you. <laughs> uh, is it so a cutters okay no <laughs> uh no, but uh I, I was very into performing um you know and I, and I pretty much thought that that's what all i was going to do um you know as far as comedy went uh and i was working with this theater company in amsterdam called boom chicago Boom chicago man yeah. and uh we did a show in um singapore and before the show, the night before the show, one of the cooks at Boom Chicago was like, Hey guys, I have um, a bottle of liquid acid. It's this is liquid acid? And I'm going to take some and go watch the Flaming Lips concert. The so Flaming Lips were playing close by. And we were like, Oh, that's great. But, you know, we have to go to, I got to get up early in the morning and fly to Singapore. And he's like, Oh, man, that sucks. Because like, this acid's so great. <laughs> uh, and my ro- my roommate, who was also going with me, uh, also, uh, was also going on the show because he was the technical director at the time for the show. And um, he was like, well, why don't we put some of the acid on our business cards? Uh, so we put a bunch of acid on business cards and put them in our wallets. And then we flew to Singapore. And by the way, this was something we could have been put to death for if we would have found <laughs> out because Singapore Especially- very
2: straight. In Singapore, Singapore there, is very strict. So this was very yeah. dumb, and
1: I anybody listening, oh, wait, was what, like, what was I highly really recommend to... not doing this. <laughs> yeah, it was the yeah. plan then to eat the the business? Oh, card? then we ate
5: the. So then yeah. I ate the business card once I got to Singapore. Um, oh my, oh god, my god. god! yeah You know, and it was like, all right, let's trip out here at this crazy hotel. And um during my trip, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta write, man. I just gotta write more. You know, like writing would be great. And I wrote a sketch. I, like, stayed up all night and wrote a sketch. And it was a funny sketch. It was uh, called Holy Road Trip. And it was all about – um, it was Jesus, Moses, and Muhammad in on a road trip. But it was, like, an 80s road trip movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were, like, just doing, like, zingers and one-liners. It was very – I thought it was a very funny first sketch. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I wrote it. And then they did it in the show. And I, and that's when I was on acid. And I was like, I can write. is. And so then, so from then, then on, <laughs> I kept I kept writing. And so, okay. uh, you know, mm-hmm. when I came out to L.A., you know, it just I was like, oh, great. I'll just you know, I'll submit as a writer as well. And that way I have more opportunities to work. And um, but it was, a you know, it was sort of a, an awakening uh, moment as as a performer, you know, um, I thought very, I was very for sure that all I was going to do is perform that. I was just, at that
4: point
1: you had separated the two ideas when in fact you had the, I mean, I, had, could, I knew that I could write words
5: down, but it was just one of those yeah. things where I was like, I'm not a writer. Or, There's other people that I've met mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, quiet and reserved. And then they write mm-hmm. something and hand it to mm-hmm. you. And so I was like, well, that's not me. I'm, you know, boisterous and loud and I just like to walk out on stage and do stuff. Um, but then when I was like, put into a moment where I like focused in and was like, I can do this. I (laughs) kind of tricked myself into believing it. And, uh, then, uh, was a writer too. So.
1: Wow.
2: wow. I feel like this advice was specifically for me, so thank you so much. I will get some acid business so cards. <laughs> card. Do
1: not take Do not that. Do
2: not ask to
1: improvise. Do take some liquid acid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, I and want grab a Colton's, box cutters. <laughs> I want Colton's career, so he's going to do everything he says.
4: <laughs> I'm going to
2: emulate. <laughs> I'm going to move in here block two. No, I'm I guess not hey listen maybe who knows i'm like i did like i said i I, yeah i i I went and we hung out one day me and the girls and it was and the kids and it was just like i was it was such a cute little like neighborhood like it's like it was really cute but um again thank you so so much for being here you are so amazing we love watching you on stage we love watching everything you write and everything you're in and we're so excited to see uh what else you will be doing because mm-hmm. i know i know you're gonna be doing some stuff that is, is gonna be amazing so we can't wait is Ooh. there anything um that you want to plug or your handles i know you also have a uh, uh, podcast sometimes right with uh, or right or is that not sure or, i do
5: podcast yeah. called voyage of the stars uh mm-hmm. with uh felicia day and uh janet yeah. varney and uh chris uh, kirsten Vangus and uh um who else is in our show uh steve uh i forget steve's last <laughs> name <laughs> and steve and
4: steve, steve. Everybody steve, steve
5: <laughs> uh so check that out super fun um okay. it's a space podcast but i also have uh two new cartoons coming out one on nickelodeon called middlemost post and one on amazon called fairfax so
4: be oh, oh. on the lookout
5: for both of those. I'll be a, nice. the principal in Fairfax and I'll be the bad guy in Middlemost post, <gasps> so. Dope. Oh, fun. Nice. Nice.
2: Dope. fun. Fun, fun, fun. Nice. And, and what are your socials for people to follow you at?
5: Oh, uh, it's just Captain Dope, C A P T D O P E. Captain Dope, that's me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dale. Well, we'll make sure to tag you when we drop the episode. Hey. And if you guys want to follow us, you could follow us at Spanish presents on IG, at Spanishaki on Twitter, and you could follow me at RaisAlicea on Twitter and Instagram.
1: And you
3: can follow me at, of course, it's Carlos on Instagram. And you can follow me at Azimo on Instagram and Twitter.
0: You can follow me at hornhorny.com. I'm
4: yeah. at
1: hornhornyvisionboard.com. Yeah, that's right. Oh, thank Vision you, Carlos. I always Hello. forget that. Which is also the title of this episode yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Sweet Three Horny Porny. Yeah.
0: I'm at the Tony Roderick, which no one follows because I always do that dumb bit. But, Colton, thank you so much for being here. We're all oh, big thanks. fans of you. Please take care of your ankles. We need you walking
4: around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Thank mm-hmm. you, Thanks for having me. <laughs>
2: Spanish Hockey Presents is an earwolf production executive produced by me, Raisa, Tony, Carlos, and Oscar. It's engineered by Jordan Duffy and produced by Anita Flores.
3: You can follow us on social media on Instagram at Spanish Hockey Presents and Spanish Aki on Twitter.
1: Find our latest merch at potswack.com and especially look out for the Spanish Hockey Presents enamel pin set featuring all of our beautiful faces.
2: Yeah, and help us get the word out by telling a friend about the show today.
3: Make sure to rate and review Spanish Hockey Presents and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you listen.
1: Want more Spanish Hockey Presents? Find our full archive and ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code SAP for a one-month free trial at Stitcher.com slash premium.